triathlon must continue to evolve. I'm Around the Rings reporter Kevin Nutley with the latest edition of ATR Radio. Today, we're speaking with International Triathlon Union President Marisol Casado, who was just elected to her third term as president. The four years leading up to the Tokyo 2020 Olympics will also be her last at the helm of the ITU, as the Federation's Congress also approved the implementation of term limits on Monday. Casado joins ATR Radio to discuss the Federation's progress leading up to the Tokyo 2020 Games, and also offers her thoughts on the Russian doping scandal. She joins us by phone from her office in Madrid, Spain. Marisol Casado, thank you very much for joining us today on ATR Radio. Yesterday, you were re-elected to serve your third term as president of the International Triathlon Union. What is the biggest change you've seen in the last eight years since becoming president of the Federation? Well, I think uh, the the increase of the participation it was uh, very clear. Uh, the number of uh, uh, places in the world that they are now part of the family was also a huge increase. But I probably I think that the, the the most important thing was just the success of the World Triathlon Series. The uh, Congress that just concluded also included the uh, proposal to bring the term limit to three years for the president. Do you agree with this change, and do you think other federations should follow the ITU's lead? Well, I think uh, this is, uh, in, in this moment, uh, the, the, no, the norms of the good governance uh, advise us to, to have these uh, terms, uh, limiting terms. I think, uh, well, we we try to to stick to the good governance uh, rules, and, and and this is it. I think we are, it's not necessary to discuss too much more about it. Uh, what I really like uh, in general is just um, just to to educate the people to to vote properly. I think this this will be the the, the main issue uh, because at the end of the day. Uh, we don't have to pre-think that, that people is going to be corrupted or things like that. But I think, well, this is one way to do it, and, and of course, I, I agree. And moving forward, how, how else will triathlon need to change or adapt? Well, I, I think uh, in this moment it still is uh, soon, huh? <laughs> well, for me to 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 answer this question mm-hmm. uh i think it, this is a process for us uh, itu is 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 in in our idm that uh we have to evolve huh? i i like to use the the word evolve huh? more than change mm-hmm. and and then uh, we have to be very alert and what is the uh, society in general the athletes the all the stakeholders the market, uh, the TV are asking uh, us, and 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 that will be the kind of change that we have to do in this moment. Um, I I think uh, we are quite solid in 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 the point that we are, and well, we are uh, uh, the, the big change for us will be just to request uh, the the mixing relay because it's something very interesting for the organization as an individual sport, which is uh, the triathlon. It's very interesting, the the touch uh, of the team event. Mm-hmm. 
And also, as everybody knows, it's, it's very good for promoting women, which is very important in all in all the sport and in our sport is also very important. Mm-hmm. And what's next in terms of preparations for Tokyo 2020 Olympics and Paralympics? Well, the preparations I, I think uh, are are going very smoothly. Uh, now uh, we have uh, a very good uh, relation with our uh, national federation in in Japan. They are taking a very important role in the in the organization, and and therefore, um, for us, we we feel quite safe in this moment. Of course, that we have, uh, as always, a triathlonist in a, in the center of a big city. We we have to resolve some challenges, but this is uh, inside the the normal way we we work every day. Mm-hmm. And Tokyo 2020 will also be the second Olympics to feature para triathlon. That was first introduced in the Rio 2016 games that just concluded this year. You know what's what's next for the sport of paratriathlon? Well, we we feel very proud to be an inclusive sport and to to be in the para in, in the Paralympics and and I think uh, well uh, uh, that was the first time we have uh, different categories. And now, well, the the community, let's say, is waiting for having uh, more. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that will be possible or not for for the next Olympics in Tokyo. But uh, anyway, we we are wait, uh, we are working inside the organization just uh, to to develop uh, uh, the complete uh, number of categories. Mm-hmm. And now switching gears a little bit, with the latest McLaren report findings that were released last Friday, it seems 12 triathletes benefited from the Russian doping program. What will the Federation do given this news? Well, uh, um, still we don't have this uh, this uh, information uh, uh, with us. Uh, we are very much uh, since the very beginning just uh, controlling. Uh, our uh, our athletes you know, all over the world. We have a very solid uh, program, uh, very much uh, focus on on its findings uh, and and also on biological passport. And then uh, I think uh, we will maintain this situation. And and of course, if uh, your information is clear, well, we will analyze. As we did in at the beginning in in July when the first part of the McLaren report came in, and of course we have uh, especially for for our Olympic athletes we have uh, a very clear uh, fail uh, file message with all the reports and all the tests that they pass, etc. And given your position as an IOC member and leader of a federation. What changes do you think need to happen to the anti-doping system around around international sport? You know, what direction needs to be taken? Well, I I think uh, this is uh, not easy for me just to to answer, but uh, I think uh, very logically um, every organization has to evolve, huh? mm-hmm. as I say, for for IDU too, uh, and this is what I think they have to do. They have to we have 
to to study carefully what uh, was the the problem before. I think uh, uh, as much as I know, after the the McLaren report, this second part looks like uh, the problems are quite defined in 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 in, in some uh, well in in Russia and in another international federations. And, and then we'll, we have to act very clear in this uh, to resolve uh, these these problems that are very clear in this moment where they are. But but uh, just taking uh, the lessons learned from that, we have to evolve the the, the system just to to do it more efficient. I think uh, this has happened in in all kind of organisations and. WADA in this moment is is not very very old, but uh, it's it's time probably to 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 think about and to evolve it. Mm-hmm. And ahead of the Rio 2016 games, the IOC left it up to each international federation to determine whether their Russian athletes would be eligible yes. to participate. Is the ITU comfortable with uh, declaring the eligibility of athletes rather than the IOC? Yes, we are very happy with that because I think the legibility uh, still it was in the hands of uh, IOC, but we have to give them the report. And this is this is it was a very very important moment for the international federations because it was a very clear recognition that uh, we we had been doing a, a, a good work from since a long time ago, and we are investing. Uh, all together, the same amount of uh, of money that WADA is investing. Then, I think this is a some kind of recognition of of our work. Then, uh, for example, we we also have uh, increased the, the the money that we were investing in the in the programs. And and at the end of the day, well, it's, it's, it was good for everyone that we were having our own files about it. And, and looking ahead a little bit to future Olympic bids, with your role as an IOC member, what are your thoughts on the current 2024 Olympic bid race? Well, I think uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the thing, the three of them are very solid, in my opinion, and the three of them has a very positive part. I really consider that it's going to be quite difficult huh, to decide which one uh, should uh, uh, organize the the Olympic Games, really. I I think uh, if I mean um, uh, Budapest has a, in my very personal opinion, has a very good size for 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 the Olympic Games because it's not uh, too big, but it's not too small. Uh, Paris. Paris is always Paris, <laughs> with all with all the glamour, with uh, with a very solid uh, sports system itself, with uh, very good organizations in 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 very big events like tennis or other events, and 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 then uh, um, California, Los Angeles, I think for for a sport like my sport, new sports, new trends. Are 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 really some of the sports were uh, born in California. The the the, 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 the last sport that that uh, we are um, 
uh, in the in the Olympic program. Then I think it's something also very interesting because it's really very much connected with the the healthy lifestyle. Thank you very much for your time and for joining us on this latest edition of ATR Radio. Have a good day. Okay, thank you. That was International Triathlon Union President and IOC member Marisol Casado weighing in on the challenges currently facing the Olympic movement. This is ATR reporter Kevin Nutley. Thank you for joining us on Around the Rings Radio. Have a good one.